Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 2nd of November, Melbourne Cup Day, and more importantly for market participants, RBA Day, the meeting that stops a nation at 2.30 this afternoon. So beware of that one. As far as this briefing goes, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. If you're listening on a podcast, you can head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au. And if you're not yet a member of the wonderful Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. And you can sign up for a free 14-day trial on the website there. Well, let's get into it. We had uh, more records flying Last night in the U.S. markets, records across the board, really. Dow Jones up 94 points, or 0.26%, to 35,914. can only be a day or so away till we cross that 36,000 level. NASDAQ, 15,596, up 98 points, or 0.63 of a percent. S&P 500, up a mere 8 points, well and truly left behind last night. 46.14. So nothing really exciting happening in the S&P 500. But the Dow certainly doing well. And NASDAQ, those technology stocks doing well. Tesla pushing ever higher. More records there for Tesla. And VIX index in this environment, just a smidge better, up 0.92% to 16.41. SPY futures as a result of all this optimism, more likely to be caution ahead of the RBA and, of course, the Melbourne Cup this afternoon and Victoria or Melbourne at least on a holiday today but the SPY futures up 13 points or 0.18% 7,360 mixed picture in commodities though we had Brent crude down 1.18% 99 cents to 84.71 WTI though was up Half a buck, 48 cents to 84.05.57%. Gold had a good night last night, 11.90 for the gold price, up 0.67% to 17.95.80. Iron ore still a bit on the nose, down 3.2%, to $103.30. And the Aussie dollar, 75.43, bouncing off that 75 level that it was last night when the market closed, the equity market at least. Of course, the uh, currency markets never close, up 0.39%. As far as other commodities go last night, we had copper up 0.16, nickel up 1.1, aluminium down 0.2, zinc down 0.9, lead down 0.1, and tin up 0.5 of a percent. So a little bit of uh, mix bag there for the commodities. And in the commodity stocks, Freeport McRam was up 1.6%. Alcoa up 1.7%. Tech down 0.3%. Anglo-American up 1.1%. Glencore up 0.2%. Vale up 1.2%. In US terms, in the ADRs, BHP down 06 And Rio up 0.2% of a percent there in US time zone. Here we see the S&P 500. A little bit of a higgledy-piggledy day. I guess very much concentrating on the FOMC at the moment. But once again, it's about earnings and it's about that yield curve and the FOMC meeting, which kicks off on Tuesday and goes for two days. So we get to hear on Thursday morning the upshot of that in terms of what the Fed is going to do. But um, 
good to see the S&P gathering itself after a little bit of a mixed night and pushing up at least to close once again all-time highs across the board. Uh, the U.S. markets close at an all-time high. Biden voices confidence. Lawmakers will pass infrastructure social spending bills as House Dems work through timelines. Let's face it, if the Democrats can't agree within themselves, I'm not sure how they can ever expect to get this legislation through because the Republicans certainly don't want to back it. Asian factory activity stepped up a gear in October, but rising import costs, supply bottlenecks and slow China growth could cloud the outlook and the Chinese Kaishin manufacturing PMI expanded at its fastest pace in four months. Uh, it did contrast with the second straight contraction in the official manufacturing PMI, which came out yesterday and dropped below that 50 line. German retail sales declined in September, signaling consumer spending on goods had faltered and South Korean exports have surged 24% year-on-year in October to second highest ever. And bond traders are ramping up their bets on a big shift in global monetary policy. And Yellen says Biden pick for Fed chair coming soon. She calls Powell experienced and credible, but says others fit that bill as well, leaving it a little bit uncertain. COVID deaths top 5 million, which is uh, a bit uh, a big number. What's on today? We've got the meeting that stops a nation this afternoon, the RBA. What will they do? That is the big question, but certainly it looks like they're going to perform a backflip with a pike this afternoon and maybe abandon targets, but we shall see. Macquarie Quant, which does a quant analysis of the Melbourne Cup every year, has tipped Twilight Payment to win. I have to say, when I first started listening to the Macquarie or reading the Macquarie Quant report on the Melbourne Cup, they were pretty good and they did nail it, but uh, in recent years, they have been astonishingly terrible. So I wouldn't uh, be rushing out and putting all your hard-earned on twilight payment. Sydney Airport may see the bid finalised this week. 8.75 was the last bid. Seems the price is still around that kind of level, but certainly it does look as if we should hear more on that this week. But then we heard that last week as well. Overseas, Tesla was up 8.5% last night. Alphabet, the artist formerly known as Google, was down at 3%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, was up 2%. And Apple, down 0.6%. With eight of the S&P's 511 industry sectors were higher. Energy and consumer discretionary doing the best. 10-year yields in US 1.56. In Australia, we've come way off those Friday levels, which hit uh, 2.06 at one stage, back down to 1.89%. So serious ructions going on in the bond market. It's not something that we really take that much attention to until we have to. Germany still negative 0.11%. Very steady there. Coca-Cola said it would buy the remaining stake in body armour it did not already own for $5.6 billion. And this is the big one. Certainly, if you're on Facebook, you'll probably have been bombarded with uh, Facebook posts about how you get involved in this one. This is the Rivian IPO. This is the company that some say could rival Tesla. Amazon has a 20% stake in it. I think Ford also has a stake in it. They make electric delivery trucks and Amazon has already ordered 100,000 delivery vans. The valuation of this particular new company is 60 billion US dollars. That's something to think about. 
bound to be very popular as well, given its uh, fantastic PR and the way that it's been marketing itself to retail investors. Codalco, the world's biggest copper miner, has offered Chinese customers annual copper supply for 2022 at a premium of $105 a tonne. And the European bank sector touched its highest level in almost two years and was the best performer of the day. Shane Westpac couldn't tap into some of that optimism after those results yesterday, which were somewhat underwhelming to say the least. The stock falling 7.5% on the back of those results. Margin pressures, cost pressures, and they also seem to have a pretty horrible second half. Uh, Vulcan Energy, there is an article today in the AFR on the S3 Consortium. Uh, Wiseau, part of that consortium, and some of the practices that those two companies engage in. And Santos has been given the go-ahead to the Moomba Carbon Storage Project. Question of the day today is, what will the RBA say this afternoon? Will it abandon its targets, abandon all hope? Will it abandon those targets, or will it stick to its guns and try and take on the bond market, which is very much taken on the RBA, at least it did on Friday, still is, but uh, some calm being restored to the market yesterday at least. That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. As you probably know, the Marcus Today podcasts have now been split into four different streams, so you can pick and choose which ones you like, whether it's the Marcus Strategy podcast with Marcus talking about the strategy, or whether you want to subscribe to the On The Desk podcast with the guys in Melbourne talking about things financial, or whether you want to subscribe to On The Couch, where I talk to some CEOs and some uh, fund managers, or you can subscribe also to the end of the day and the breakfast briefing, which is what you're listening to now. You can subscribe to all, none, or pair any ones that you want. It's no no problem. You can uh, subscribe, and of course, they're all free. If you're listening to this and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today wonderful world of podcasts, then you can subscribe not only to the podcast, but also to the newsletter going to marcustoday.com.au and we can sign you up for a free 14-day trial. And what better present to give to your loved one this Christmas than a Marcus Today subscription. Give one and show you care. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day.